I think Dion can get you a bucket. I, I don't think you ever forget how to get buckets. I don't think you ever forget how to get buckets. Now, you may not get him like you used to, but I don't think you ever forget him. Dion ain't that old, bro. Dion like 27 years old. Ain't like he some old watch. He's not 27. I swear to God. Dion young as hell. You just think he old because his career hasn't exactly panned out the way you thought it was. He young as hell. Roll up this we ballin' to the max. Fresh like I got a contract. Yo, yo. We're moving through the city. We be going. Roll up this you pullin' now you know it. Yo, what's up, everybody? How you guys doing? Everybody out there, it's been a long time. <laughs> a long, long time since we've done this in person. But we are here. We are live. We are back. This is Hoops and Brews. As always, it's your boy TPJ. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at RealTPJ. That's R E E L T P J. It's a film joke. If you don't get it, you're damn dummy. And as always, this show co stars, rap extraordinaire, Pavy. Go ahead, get your plug in, talk to the people, let them know where they can find you as at. As always, on the man, follow me on Twitter at Pavy World, P A V Y World, all one word. Go check out Pavverse.com. And yeah. Yes, and today we actually have special a guest. very, very special guest. Um, Pavy actually was the person that you know really put him on my radar. Um, so, Pavy, why did you choose our special guest? Intro him, talk to the people. So today, um, well, first of all, I found you uh, because um, I've seen your content floating around, and then you know, I checked out uh, your website. I also checked out your page. I saw that you were, you know, working with um, certain prospects as well. Um, I, saw, I actually saw the uh, Isaiah Thomas thing. I don't know when. When did you post it? Did you post that? Like, what a day did you post it? A couple weeks ago. A couple, yes, couple yeah, 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 yeah. So um, I saw that, and it seemed like you would be a, a you know cool person to bring some insight to the um show. So, Rashard Phillips, uh, I guess tell the people um you know what exactly you do. I'm sure you can explain it much better than um I can. Yeah. And yeah. Well, I, first of all, I, I really appreciate being on you guys' platform. Uh, I've done my thorough research on you guys, and. Um, if Thank people you. don't know, I, I, I run I run Sports Talk 2319, which is my own media company. And what we thrive on here is uh, prospect scouting for NBA prospects, mm -hmm. um, covering an entire landscape of college basketball, mm -hmm. um, just creating platforms for, for, for multiple prospects to speak out on. The number 2319 is mm -hmm. the amount of points I scored in college, 2,319 points. Okay, which is turn a up. Miracle representation of overcoming adversity. So I'm gonna give you guys a scouting report real quick before we get started. Okay, let's Two do it. Two young black African American guys getting it done, and I'm such a fan of what you guys bring you. to the Thank table. Thank you, man. Appreciate that, man. Thank you. And Thank, Thank you, man. Much. I appreciate that. We Thank appreciate you. Seriously, well, man. I Thank appreciate you. that Thank personally. You. Thank, Thank you very much. Thank you. For Thank real, you. man. Thank you. And Thank you're you. welcome back anytime now that we've officially made the connection. Anytime you want to come back and talk hoops, you're more than welcome to come back. Um, even, you know, in doing my research about you and, and just kind of seeing that, you know, you are, you know, a person that looks at a lot of, uh, uh, you know, you know, draft prospects. I've been seeing a lot of, you know, now that the NBA is starting to trend and come back a little bit, I'm starting to see a lot of those uh, internet articles from your favorite, you know, you know, writers bashing certain athletes and, and, <laughs> and who they are and kind of what they can do on the floor. So I'm going to be very interested to hop into that conversation. I'm sorry, conversation. But you specifically had something that you wanted to talk about. Um, you know, you have a special you know, thing coming out for the fans. Talk to the people about what you have going on. Yeah, so this weekend, um, I had the, the, the privilege and the opportunity to uh, create an exclusive documentary interview with 12-time with, uh, um, NBA All-Star Hall of Famer, two-time champion Isaiah Thomas of the Detroit Pistons. Amazing. Um, Chicago legend. I know we watched the Jordan's Last Dance, and, and, and in that, you know, you, could, you saw that Isaiah Thomas was one of the players that 
um, continue to beat Michael and his Bulls on his climb to his greatness. Mm-hmm. Um, so I got a chance to to sit down with Isaiah, and I have an exclusive interview coming out this Saturday. Um, it will be on SportsTalk2319.com as well as my other platform. So I'm excited to bring that to the table. I'm excited to check Likewise. that out. Chicago legend Isaiah Thomas. Um, if, if I'm not mistaken, he is the only person to have a winning record against Michael Jordan. Correct. He's that's the correct. Yeah, he's the only person. I, so I, I think that's a very interesting story, especially mm-hmm. just thinking about what he was for Chicago until Michael Jordan got there. You know, like yeah. when you know Isaiah Thomas first came back, that was Isaiah City. Um, still arguably the best player to come out of Chicago. I mean, you have D. Rose, you have, you know, A.D., but still arguably the best player to ever come out of um, Chicago. So just thinking about, you know, what he was for the city um, back then and, and then just tying it into, you know, the um, Jordan rivalry. And also, uh, I think what he did for the NBA, um, I don't think that you – until the Pistons worked, you hadn't seen a team built around a backcourt, I think, that won right. like that. Um, I think the closest you got maybe was the Lakers, Jerry West and Gail Goodrich, but even when they won, they had Wilt. Um, this was yeah. a team that was more so spe- specifically built around the backcourt. You really hadn't seen a team win like that. So it broke down a lot of barriers as far as, like, what you thought um, was a winning formula um, with the NBA. So I'm very interested to um, check that out, we, like you said before. So we'll make sure that we get that out to the fans. Yep. Um, um, I'm sure our fans will be um, interested in um, checking that out. So salute you for your work on that. Yes. Appreciate it, fellas. Thank you. So, you know, speaking of NBA prospects, that's one of the first things that I wanted to talk to you about. Um you know, I've seen some writers, uh, you know, recently bash LaMelo Ball and kind of his, uh, you know, defensive skills. And they and they feel as though he doesn't have whatever whatever it is that they usually will use to bash any of the Ball brothers in terms of yeah. what they have. So without, you know, specifically, you know, bringing in any other people's context into how they feel about sure. LaMelo Ball. How do you feel about LaMelo Ball? He's, you know, you know, projected by a lot of people uh, to be the number one pick in this draft. Do you have him as being your number one pick? And if not, who do you have? Yeah, I do. I have LaMelo Ball going number one to the New York Knicks, and I've had that for quite some time. And, and, and here's why I love LaMelo Ball. Uh, when you look at the landscape of the NBA, um, it's it's changed to more ball-dominant point guards. Mm-hmm. Um, and when you look at the superstars in the NBA or the guys that are the table setters, the, the John Morants, the Trey Youngs, the guys like that, mm-hmm. teams are starting to build around players like that. See, I look, at, I look at point guards that are dynamic, like superstar quarterbacks. And when you look at the NFL draft, yeah. you never see teams pass up on superstar quarterbacks yeah. because every team needs that focal point mm-hmm. when you look at Lamelo ball with his size his vision his ability to to make plays for other people and score the ball but not only that he has a magnetism about him um he, he's box office and and that's what you want so i really love what Lamelo ball brings to the game um and i look for him to have a tremendous career going forward really what do you think about people's criticism as it pertains to his defense and, and, you know, um, because I feel like that is the thing that everybody's looking to kind of as, as his Achilles. Well, shooting to, really shooting ever... to, shooting to, shooting to, because his percentages over in Australia haven't, haven't yeah. been the best either. Shooting yeah. to, shooting I'm to. I'm not yeah. worried about him being, I'm not worried about him shooting the ball because he's, what, 6'7 now? 6'8? 6'7, 6'8? Yeah. Yeah. As long as he can get to the rim and hit free throws at a, at a, at a fairly high clip, whether it be 83 to 85%, I think he'll be all right in the NBA. Um, I, I think especially he doesn't have his man body yet. 
This is true. You know, that's the same thing we were talking about Lonzo before he went came in the NBA and got injured a bunch and wasn't and was inconsistent. He still didn't have his man body yet. Lonzo is just now getting to like his real actual man body. Lamelo is that four years ago and he's six seven six eight. He still might grow a couple inches. He's only what eighteen years old. Yeah, eighteen. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. So I still feel as though yes, yeah, a lot of criticisms, but I mean. It, it, I think he's going to come in better than most high school players would have came in at the same age. Am I am I tripping? No. And anytime you anytime you you're 18 years old, I mean you're not going to get a a, a, a full packaged um, basketball player. Nobody nobody usually comes into the NBA just fully ready. Um, that's why we call them prospects. So when you when you look at Lamelo, you you hear the things of oh his defense mm-hmm. is not this or his defense not that. It's easy to 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 nitpick um, a prospect because they're all of them have weaknesses. They have strengths and they have weaknesses. Mm-hmm. But I like to look at in, in in Lamelo's term is that his strengths his strengths outweigh his weaknesses. In regards to defense, that's something that he'll be able to learn going forward. He'll be taught that by the coaches, trial and error. The, the way the NBA is played today, mm-hmm. there's not as much defense as people try to put emphasis <laughs> on that anyway. So yeah. LaMelo's going to sell a lot of tickets. He's going to be excited. And as as he as his career progresses, he'll get better from the weaknesses that people say that he has, which one of those is his defense. And um, one more question, because there are, there, there are a couple other prospects that um, I want to bring up to you and, um, and um, get your opinion on. But... Uh, as far as if, if you could maybe ha- give some previous comparison for um, Lamelo, I think one person that I've thrown out many times on the show is Penny Hardaway. Um, do you have any previous comparisons to maybe like you know put them in context for some people who maybe haven't seen as much footage or maybe aren't as familiar with um, Lamelo? Yeah, um, I wouldn't. I, you know, Penny Hardaway is that's a tough one. Um, you know, I'm I'm old school, so I, I'm gonna take people back. I'm gonna make people do their research when I bring the comparison, okay. but. LaMelo Ball reminds me a lot of, of Steve Smith. Um, Ooh, okay. I like, okay. I like that name. I like really? that. Okay. I like that. I like, I like that. that. I like that. I like that. I like that. And and a lot of people don't know this, so I'm going to tell this to your it's listeners. going to be the name of this episode. LaMelo Ball is Steve, Steve Smith. Smith. Yeah. Um, before Steve Smith got to the NBA, um, Steve Smith was a point guard at Detroit Persian High School. He was a 6'8 point guard that can score off the dribble, that can shoot it from deep, and that can deliver passes. And as he got to the NBA, he was so versatile, he switched his position from point guard to shooting guard. Mm -hmm. But before he got to the NBA, go look up Steve Smith at Michigan State on YouTube and and, and look at the clips. A lot of LaMelo Ball in terms of size, vision, ability to score, and just having that it factor. So that's my comparison with LaMelo Ball, Steve Smith. I like that one. Um, okay. Another prospect, a guy that I'm actually a big fan of, um, Anthony Edwards. Um, what do you think about Anthony Edwards? What do you think he, you know, um, projects to? Do you like him? Do you dislike him? What do you like about him? What do you dislike about him? Yeah, what I what I love about uh, Anthony Edwards is he he is uh, uh, the prototypical shooting guard. Uh, uh, his ability to put the ball in the basket at a at, at a high clip, um, but not only that, he's extremely explosive. Uh, we were talking about uh, physique about oh, yeah. in Lamelo, he's already built. Uh, Anthony is already uh, already built. Mm-hmm. He, he has a he has a, a really strong foundation physique that he can take a pounding. He can uh, deliver contact, absorb contact, score. Um, you know, obviously 
he still needs to get better on the defensive side of the ball. But again, a lot of these prospects, mm -hmm. they always struggle on the defensive side of the ball because they, they really work on that end of the court. Um, he reminds me a lot. Again, I'm old school, so I'm going to take people there. He reminds me a lot of Mitch Richmond. So if people want to go back and look up Mitch Richmond, he was the one-third of run TMC run back in the Golden State era with Tim Hardaway, Chris Mullen, and Mitch Richmond. Anthony Edwards gives me those vibes. I believe he's going to put the ball in the basket from day one, um, and, and teams are going to really love uh, – the team that drafts him is going to really love what he brings to the table, and that's scoring. But do you project him to be as good of a shooter as what um, Mitch was? No, I don't. He won't be a he won't be a, a a great shooter like Mitch, but he will be a great scorer. That's fair. That's fair. Um, another guy, Obi Toppin. Um, I've I, incredibly athletic to me. I think he's kind of like at least in stature, the prototypical wing um, for today's game. What do you think about him? Love Obi Toppin. Uh, he's one of my favorite prospects. I I, I had the pleasure of um, I played against his assistant coach Chris Greer. Uh, uh, over at, at Dayton, and and I, when I spoke to Chris, he just told me that you know Obi is is a deer. Like he just he wins every sprint. <laughs> yeah. He okay, works extremely hard. Mm -hmm. um, and, and and what Obi brings to the table is a winning mentality. Um, he has a lot of Kenyon Martin in him. He's powerful. Um, he's he's fearless. Um, but I think he's going to tap out like a, a player like a John Collins for the Atlanta Hawks. He reminds me a lot of him, um, a, a, a hybrid type of forward that can pick and pop, pick and roll. Um, his hips are a little stiff. Um, so I, I'm, I'm a little worried with him guarding guys like the Jason Tatums and Brandon mm -hmm. Ingrams because those guys are really wiggly with the ball. Yeah. But um, the upside that Obi Toppin brings to the table in his age, his maturity, um, he's going to really be a great addition to whatever team drafts him as well. And one last guy I want to go over, go over specifically before I kind of get your just wide opinion on the on draft, James Wiseman. Obviously, there's been a lot of well, – he's been in the news a lot, obviously, you know, with the whole situation having Memphis um, earlier this season. What do you think about James Wiseman? What do you think he, you know, uh, projects to be? And also, what do you like and dislike about James Wiseman? Well, there's, there's, there's not a lot of tape out there on, on James. You know, he didn't play a lot um, at Memphis due to the, you know, the NCAA infractions. But um, when I watch the, the little tape that I've been able to watch him and ask around, he reminds me a lot of David Robinson when David was really? in okay. When David played at Navy. That's um, Left-handed, seven-foot-one, um, terrific motor, um, powerful foundation. And again, when you look at the landscape of the NBA – um, those type of guys, that archetype is extremely valuable. Um, you know, obviously he doesn't have a lot of reps. Um, so that's, that's kind of a concern. Um, so don't it, uh, fit is going to be very important, um, for Wiseman, depending on what team he goes to, I would prefer him to go to golden state mm -hmm. where he doesn't have a lot of responsibility, but he still can contribute, um, at a high level. Okay. Um, so it just, as far as this draft overall, um, I think it's, a, for one, a very weird draft year, obviously. Um, you know, you don't yeah. really get to have a combine. Um, so I think be, because of that, a lot of guys that, you know, if they had a combine, you had a tournament, some guys might kind of slip through the cracks and, you know, you get some guys that end up in the second round. Maybe even a guy that comes in undrafted that maybe if you had a college tournament, he would have been able to show himself. Obviously, you don't you don't um, get that this year. I've also heard people say this is, it, this, this is a kind of a weak draft overall. There's not too, too, too much talent out there. What do you think about this draft? And um, I guess – 
how will scouting be for teams for this draft? Because it's really mm-hmm. one that's unlike any other that I've seen in my lifetime. Yeah, I wouldn't call it a weak draft. I did, I think that um, people just we we live in a, we live in a, in, a, in a in a generation now where people don't want to do homework. You know, mm-hmm. everybody wants it wants a quick fix. Mm-hmm. So a lot a lot of people are not informed are well informed of the prospects that are in this draft. There's some really really good players. I, I I like to call this draft a utility draft. It's it's not doesn't have tons of superstar power. But there are there are a lot of kids in this draft that you can get in the second round that can contribute to your NBA team right away. Um, you know, you got a kid like Tyrell Terry from Stanford who's tremendous. R.J. Hampton is fantastic. Yeah, Grant Riller from College of Charleston, maybe the best offensive player in the draft. Mason Jones, Arkansas, led the SEC in scoring at 22 a game. Like, there's a lot of prospects in this draft. But you're going to have to do your homework. Mm-hmm. And to answer your second question, you know, now this is when the NBA scouts, this is how you earn your paycheck. <laughs> this is where you yeah. earn your money now. Like every year we we get we get this stuff delivered on our front doorstep. Now we're, now we're at a time where we finally have to open up our laptops, get your note, get your notepad out, watch three to four hours of tape, and actually do some homework and stop relying on other people to do it for you. So that's kind of where we're at. And these guys get paid top dollar. They have all the resources to get it done. So there's no excuse for you to make a bad draft pick this season. Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah, understandable. I agree. I think, but also I think that for, you know, for this draft, I think that is more so about, I think it's more so about trying to just get supplemental pieces. Um, yeah. be, be, do and 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 it's not because of the talent. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. It's not because of the talent in the draft. It's because of the current climate in the world. So yes. if I'm an NBA team, unless we're picking top four, I'm not looking at anybody being a potential home run. I'm just looking at gotcha. someone that can come in. Where if we yeah. don't want to spend a bunch of salary, we can plug that person in for ten to fifteen minutes a game. And then come playoff time, we can ride them if we need to a little bit, and that's what and that's what like I think the best thing that you can get from this draft is if you're the Lakers instead of you going out and having to sign a J.R. Smith, you have a rookie that you drafted that's decent enough that you can come in that you can give away some time so where you can allow other guys to be able to play okay. because I don't think that anybody in this draft other than Lamelo Wiseman. Probably Obi Toppin and 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 uh and, Edwards. and yeah yeah and Edwards are really gonna be anything that's gonna dynamically shift anything and also the sucky part for a player like Wiseman is that if he does go to the Warriors I'm not sure how much time he's gonna get which and but also I'm not sure how much time he's gonna get going forward and I don't and I'm not sure if he's even gonna be on the team next year. So I, it, I think this will be like one of the most interesting drafts of all time because everybody's either going to be really, really safe or you're going to see so many teams unloading salary and contracts and draft picks, you, your head is going to spin. Uh, um, I, I also think that, I mean, crazy as this might sound, most of the, the teams that could possibly have a top pick don't really need too, too much to jump back into being competitive. I mean, I even think a team like Cleveland. I mean, I think, you know, having Kevin Love, having uh, um, 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 Andre, having Colin Sexton, having Garland, you really only need maybe a wing. 
Maybe. Yeah. I, I don't think you need to too much to, you know, jump, especially in the you know, yeah. East time getting back into the yeah. playoffs, seventh they see. Yeah, you, you have don't really need for too much season two. Minnesota. I mean you got D Lo and you got Cat. I don't think you need too too much to end up being uh at least contend for a playoff spot. Even like a team like Atlanta, you got Trey Young, you got John Collins, now you got Clint Capella. I don't think you need too too much to be able to jump up and get back in the um, playoff contention. Right. I don't know how you feel about that, but I don't think this is a draft yeah. where maybe outside of like New York I don't think anybody needs just just a a vast overhaul and it's like we need this right. guy to come in and do everything. I think everybody pretty has pretty set teams, has pieces already, and all you need to do is get a guy that fits your team and can come in and help um, your team win basketball games. Yeah, I, I, I definitely can see that, especially the teams that you named. Uh, sometimes, you know, with teams like Cleveland and Atlanta, um, you can have too many too many yeah. draft picks on your team where <laughs> yeah. you start to look like a college team. Yeah. yeah. So you got to be careful of having your franchise draft in a lottery every year because yeah. then it's just like you're out there with two, two, yeah. three-year guys and you're not going to be able to compete at a high level. So I look at a team like Atlanta, who's obviously my favorite team. Um, they don't, if they get a, if they get the first or second or third pick, if I'm an Atlanta Hawks, I'm going to trade that pick because you got to start winning now with the guy like Trey Young that's still on his rookie contract. So you you, you got to start making business decisions and stop, you know, playing video game draft with, <laughs> with, with in real life. You got to start making decisions that can really help your franchise win. Okay. Yeah, I agree. So let's go ahead quickly. I want to talk about uh, what you think and how you feel about the current climate in sports. Um, obviously, oh, sorry, give me one second. Um, obviously there's a lot going on in the world right now. You know, there was talks of potential boycotts and all those other things. We see NCAA athletes protesting, uh, you know, Kansas state, I believe a lot of their athletes are currently protesting because of racist comments that have been sent to players. No, no, Kansas Kansas state State too. too. Yeah. Kansas state too. Some, someone sent, uh, one of their, uh, women's basketball players, a picture of her on a, with her head on a noose in a cartoon. So, there's a lot of stuff going on right now. Obviously, you know, you deal with a lot of the younger athletes and you're around these guys and you see them. Yeah. What do you feel about the current climate in sports and how do you feel that these athletes and how do you feel athletes have been doing navigating it and kind of what do you think about everything that's going on? Uh, I, I, you know, we're, we're, we're living in, you know, my, my, my grandmother used to always tell me if you live long enough, you're going to see some things. <laughs> yep. I talk to my grandmother every day. She's 90. <laughs> So, yeah. <laughs> and and it's like I, I I I never thought I would see what we're seeing today, but or or living through it. Mm-hmm. But it it's it's really it's an unfortunate time um, for us as a country because um, it seems like we still haven't gotten a memo of of, of unity, mm-hmm. equality, um, you know, racial the, the 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 racial injustice that's going on. It's real. It's been here, and you know, I'm I'm really proud of our people um, for using their voices, using their platforms for speaking out on certain topics. And uh, I think you know, collectively, in order for us to make some type of uh, you know some type mm-hmm. of shift, uh, it, it's to it's to continue to do this together. Um, when you look at you know the, the college athletes and what they're going through, it's it's really a, a, a sucky time for them at this age, 20, mm-hmm. 21, yeah. 22, mm-hmm. to have to deal with something like this. Like yeah. I couldn't imagine 
going through this when I was 21, 22 years old in regards of, yeah. you know, with social media and, you know, getting mm -hmm. threats from, you know, yeah, random it's people. Just, it's yeah. not a good time. Yeah. So I, 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 you know, it's, I'm really, you know, stuck in between in regards to, you know, wanting to see sports, um, but also wanting to see, uh, you know, us as black people being treated fairly. Um, I, I'm not really excited about the NBA coming back because I feel like we have bigger issues to really attack. But at the, the same, same time, I don't believe that NBA players should have to fix racial injustice. Yeah. That's yeah. not their job. Their job is to play basketball. Yeah. Do, um, do you think that you know, they can so be distractions, though? And, you know, as, as, as Kyrie and other players have you know, talked about, uh, you know, becoming potential distractions from everything that's going on. Do you think that the NBA will be a distraction? Um, I don't, I don't think it's going to be a distraction. I don't think it, I don't think that's the right word to use. Um, you know, I, I found out they're going to, you know, be painting the courts yeah, with Black, Black Lives, Lives Matter. Matter. They're really? able to mm -hmm. put names on the back of their jersey. So they're, they're, what I do love about the NBA is that they're using their platform to spread awareness. That's one thing that there are that they're uh, attempting to do. Adam Silver is doing a great job of uh, of trying to use the, the NBA platform, obviously to play basketball, but still bring awareness um, to what we're dealing with. But also the with the coronavirus going around, we don't. Nobody has an answer for that. So that still is kind of, and players are still testing positive for this, which is which is scary in itself. So it's just a, a, a weird time to try to play basketball in the bubble. It's going to be like an AAU type of thing. Yeah. Um, but I know I get it. Certain fans want that dis want that distraction and and want that sports is a sanctuary for for a lot of people. So I, I kind of get both sides of it, and, and hopefully it all kind of plays out, and, and and things can get get done. Yeah, I mean, I've personally said this many times. I mean, I think when you when you use the word distraction, would it may be a distraction? Probably will. I think some people, you know, who may be at a protest might be watching the game. But same time, I think that if all it takes is somebody dribbling a basketball to make you forget about everything that's going on in the world, I got. I think you got to look in the mirror and ask yourself how much right. of what, what was going on in the world was actual priority to you in the first place, even though I do right. think it will ultimately be a distraction for some people. I just think that, it, that if it is, then what's going on in the world couldn't have been too big of a issue for you. Um, right. And I'm also with you. I, I, I think the NBA is in a tough position. I think that for one, they were the first lead to close down. Yeah. And they, 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 they kind of really kicked the whole world off with the, well, really not without the whole world, but really with America off. We're really looking at coronavirus and being like, yo, this is like an actual issue. So I think that this whole situation, one, I'm interested to see it. I hope that everybody can uh, be as safe as possible. I do think yeah. it can go bad, but I also think that it could be a moment um, where it shows America that we can still have some symbol some symbol of normalcy um, yeah. as we deal with this uh, situation. And again, we don't like, uh, I also- Yeah, but that's part of the reason why I don't like it coming back. We but, don't need to go back to normal. That like normal was not good. Here's, but, 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 but- Normal but, was, normal hasn't what, been good here's for what, us. Yes, but here's what I mean with normal. I mean normal as in like, people still have to continue their lives. People have to go to work. Like these things have to happen. You can't sit in the house for the next four, five, six, however long until, until some vaccine comes out and then you pop out your house and mm, do whatever again. I at some point in time, people are going to. I disagree with that. At I some think that's point why time, a lot of people, and that's why 
the beaches in LA are closed for Fourth of July weekend, and they reclosing the, the I mean, clubs yeah. and the bars. I mean, because, I mean, yes, obviously certain because things. people's appetite for money and appetite for sport and entertainment and everything else has superseded their appetite to want to live and their appetite to want to stay healthy and do the right thing. Like me, I still been, I still have not gone to any public place and sat anywhere. I'm not doing it probably for the rest of this year because I understand that it's not safe. And if everybody keep telling us that it's not safe, like I understand everybody wanting things to go back to being normal, but things are not gonna go back to being normal when there's still people that are dying every day from a deadly virus on top of everything else that's going Some on. Some semblance of normalcy doesn't mean you go back to exactly what it was before. It just means that it gives you faith that you can live, still live a life yeah, you can while still this live is still a, going You can on. still live a life, but you don't need basketball to do that. I'm not I saying. Think, I, I think I think when we when you look at it, I just think we're, you know, the, our country we're we're spoiled. You know, I agree. Um, in general, we don't we don't we don't like people telling us what to do. <laughs> Facts. Um, Facts. And that's just a merit. That's the American way, and we always say the land of the free. But yeah. it's like now it's like the, the people that they don't want rules, and I say we in general. Yeah. But yeah. Like, I'm gonna follow the rules. I have I live in Orlando. I I love going to Disney and taking my family and doing. I haven't done any of that. We ain't doing no water parks. We ain't doing no restaurants. We ain't doing like mm-hmm. we ain't doing none of that. You know. So, but as a as a country. We're, we're, we're spoiled. We don't like people telling us that we can't do this. We can't do that. We, we see, we, we see on, on social media, we see, we see people fighting cause they don't want to put their mask, mask on, on yeah. bro. A mask, man, man. a mask, bro. Like, I just want to say this. Mask on. I just want to like, say this. I just want to say this. Future literally had a song called mask off golf. I mean, go number one. Y'all thought y'all was going to get people to put their mask on. <laughs> I'm sorry, that was a joke, but go ahead. That was a joke, but go ahead. <laughs> it's like, no, you, you know, you, you see these, you see these Karens out here. Nobody wants to put their masks on. People fighting over. It's like, like that's just, it's just our country in a nutshell. We don't like being told what to do. Yeah. And as long as we have that mentality, we're not going to get, we're not going to get back to normal. We're not going to have twenty thousand people at, at these stadiums watching football games or basketball games until we follow the rules. But it goes back to something that you said earlier, which is unity. Um, I think that we in America are very individualistic. Um, we don't really want to inconvenience ourselves to help our fellow man out because, I mean, I, at, at like a certain sense, that's just un-American. Like you said, I think that this is the land of the free and you do what's best for you and you do what you want to do. And I think yep. that in a, in a situation like this, when, when you need to show some sense of unity and when you need to care about, you know, uh, your fellow man or um, your, your fellow woman because your decisions may not hurt you, but it may literally kill somebody else. Um, but I think that it's, it's, it's definitely a mind switch for everybody else. And I think that that's why some other countries are maybe ha- maybe are having some more success with this than we are. Because I think they're the more way unified. They- exactly. 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 They're, they're, they're more unified. But I mean, we could spend, you know, um, all day on yeah, this. Um, but let's go ahead. Let's talk. Uh, you know, obviously the bubble. Sorry. Obviously the bubble um, is the bubble. It's happening. It's locked in stone. We have the schedules. You know, pretty much, I'm sorry, nah, I'm keeping with the P's, the I need to get my pop filter. Uh, but pretty much, we see that, you know, over the course of about two weeks, we're going to get an insane amount of basketball games, you know, every day, all day long. 
Uh, how do you think this will experiment will work out, and who do you think will win the title? <laughs> Man, I don't know. I think we're going to see some of the worst basketball we've ever seen, first of all. <laughs> really? Oh, really? Man. Now, do so, you say that from a defensive perspective, or do you say that in general? No, just in general, because, okay. I mean, you take guys take four months off, and then you come in, and it's supposed to have, like, it's just, there's going to be some bad basketball, you know, and, and I'm really afraid of injuries, too. Yeah, like, likewise. Just throwing guys out there, and then they're supposed to be playing in championship form. I just think it's going to be, it may end well, but I don't think it's going to start well. I think it's going to be ugly, and then eventually guys are getting routine and, and, and could eventually, you know, fall in place. And um, but, um, I don't know. I, I I look at I look at the a few teams that maybe have a chance to really do their thing, um, but it's it's I'm really concerned about just the individuals. Honestly, I, I have a I have a um, better question for you because I mean obviously that's that's like so broad because I mean who knows like nobody knows even what anybody looks like. I mean you know you don't even right. know the guys are in shape. But yeah, but that don't mean you can't real see. Quick, real I mean that don't mean quick, you can't say who, quick, who you think quick. can win the title Hold though. On. The question that I do want to ask you is, do you think there are, are any teams that this... Hold on, but did he say who he think was going to win the title? No, he said you don't know. Who, come on, pick somebody. Stop that. I don't want to hear that. Uh, don't come on. This is the show for hot takes, Rashad. We right. need a hot take. Come on. We want a hot take. So Let's I'm, go. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to think... I think the Clippers are going to win it. Okay, That's I love fair, that. Fair. I love that. Um, do you... The comment section won't, but I love that. Do you have any teams or... Uh, yeah, teams that you think that this whole style or this whole whatever it is will benefit. Um, I think that, you know, maybe younger teams, a team that's younger can maybe catch some teams off guard, just, you know, go out there, play fast, and run up and down the court and score yep. some points. So, so do you – are there any teams that you think this style could possibly benefit and they can maybe do, do some things that they wouldn't normally do under normal circumstances? Um, I, 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 like, I like the Raptors. Um, I think the Raptors could really – uh, will, will really benefit from this hiatus um, just because they, they won it last year. Um, obviously, they had Kawhi, but still a really, really good team, well coached. Um, I, I think they're going to be a tough out. Um, they got they got some, some really good players, obviously, but and Milwaukee as well. So um, Milwaukee and Toronto are going to be the two teams that, that could really, I wouldn't be surprised if they win it. Are there, the whole are there any lesser teams that you don't think maybe could win it, but you think could make a run for it um, due to due to what's going on? I, I, I really don't. I mean, maybe the Memphis Grizzlies, it sounds funny because obviously they put the schedule where <laughs> they, they don't want the Grizzlies to make it. They want Zion in the, in now, the Now, wait a minute. Well, okay, look, I will only say this. This is my only defense of the NBA in this particular instance. Uh, the Grizzlies – we're supposed to have a tougher schedule to end the season. The True. Pelicans were supposed to have literally, I think it was like either the 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 first or the second yeah. easiest schedule yeah. to finish the season. Right. So if you're in the NBA, you can't punish the Pelicans because the because COVID happened. You have to still give right. them the same and equal amount of opportunity that they would have had to have made it before right. based on the strength of their schedule. Now, the one thing I will say is Memphis was banged up and very, very injured. And they are, they are a team they that are is healthy now. now. So, Ja, I don't want no excuses. Big Ja, you said fuck 12. You better go out there. You better play or 12 going to be on your ass. 12 <laughs> going to be saying fuck Ja. 
I mean, you had um, Justice Winslow who was hurt. I'm pretty. Um, I don't. I mean, I don't even know what, what 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 he was hurt with, but he's back now. I think Jonas. He was also extremely out of shape this season. They said that he was overweight and he and he didn't look the same because he was overweight. Yes, exactly. Because they said he yeah. came in, he was looking a little overweight, wasn't looking the same, and then he got injured. Bye bye. So I think they. I, and I've seen. And don't get me wrong. I've seen the Grizzlies this year in person. I've seen Ja Morant in person. I've seen him up close, been in the in the Grizzlies locker room, all of that. And from the game that I saw, even though Ja didn't even score like 35 or 40, whatever, I literally think that kid is going to be one of the 10 greatest point guards to ever play basketball, just based off what I saw in that one game. Because Kawhi was out there on the floor, and he didn't care. Usually when Kawhi is out there, especially the younger guys, they always tend to, they don't want to go at him. Like him, Anthony no, Simons, Anthony Simons, and Shake Milton legit looked at Kawhi and was like, whatever, we don't, I don't care. And, and, and that I can respect because he still went out there in that game and ball. And they were also on the second night of a back-to-back, and he didn't even warm up. That's what you can do when you're 19. I mean, I agree. But I think but he said he's a point guard. I, I believe him. After seeing him in person, I genuinely believe it. Yeah. Yeah, Ja's going to be a special player until the day he hangs it up. You can, you can believe that. Yeah. So which team do you think will surprise people in terms of – in terms of um, obviously, I feel like now more than ever, things are about as even as you can get, as, as much as, as most parity as you can probably get in these instances. Especially even when you consider the fact that you know players are testing positive for coronavirus on different things. DeAndre Jordan and Spencer Dinwiddie both tested positive for coronavirus, according to Woj. Yeah. DeAndre Jordan opted out. Spencer Dinwiddie, uh, uh, you know, is still unclear. So there's a lot of teams, including the Wizards, have the opportunity to make the playoffs now. What teams do you think do you think that this AAU style of kind of everything that's going on is going to lend better to bad teams, or do you think that the you know the teams that have been good will continue to be as good as they were before all of this? Yeah, I don't I don't think nobody's creeping up on anybody. Um, you know, all the bad teams are aren't really playing. You know, um, so I don't see a team just creeping up and it's mm-hmm. like, oh wow, look at this team. It's, I I just think they're all evenly matched right now. Um, you know, like I said, I think that the, the, you know, I think that the Eastern conference is going to be better than what people would have thought they would be before the, um, for the stoppage. So, um, Boston's going to be really good. They got young, they got young talent, Kemba. What do you think about Boston's young talent actually? Cause I, I'm, I'm a person yeah. that is not a believer of their, I'm a believer in Tatum, but I'm not a believer in anybody else on that team. What do you see as their yeah. potential ceiling this season? I just because they're young, you know, so we was, we, you know, when you speak about youth, you know, you look at, you know, Tatum and, and Jalen Brown is, you know, two hybrid forwards that that give teams fits when you play against them. Um, they're well coached. Uh, Brad Stevens knows what he's doing. Marcus Smart, um, you know, plays at a high level. Um, I know I think he tested positive for the coronavirus as well. So it's just it's just a weird time to try to predict what players are going to mm-hmm. do what because you know we we don't is we really we really haven't seen them but uh my 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 estimation i i, I do think that the, the celtics are probably be the the team with the youth that that shows um in their benefit first or second round exit this year or do you think they can make it to the conference finals i think they can make it to the conference finals Okay, you do. Why? Yeah. I mean, I mean, do, I, my biggest issue with them is size. 
uh, because yeah. outside of Daniel Tice, they aren't really a tall team anymore. When they had Al uh, Horford, Cantor can get ten rebounds, huh? Cantor can get ten rebounds. I'm not, yeah, but Enes Cantor can't play defense, so uh, therefore rebound is defense. Uh, rebound, it ain't that much defense. It ain't that much defense you in the world for Enes Cantor. You don't end Look, the possession he, team. Unless, rebound basketball. unless he's getting twenty rebounds a game, he ain't playing that much defense. I've seen his work. I think they can time win on the time. I think they can win on the offensive side of the ball, though. You know, like okay. I just think they got they have firepower. You mm-hmm. know, like. They got firepower. They, Marcus Smart uh, was a terrific defender. Like, you know, uh, Kevin Walker is a, a really good defender for his size. He can score. Tatum can get a bucket. Jalen Brown is another good defender. Mm-hmm. So the Celtics are, you know, collectively, they're a really good defensive team. They're just not big, like you said. Yeah. But they're still really good defensively, yeah. you know, with the mm-hmm. rotations and the coverages, um, the substitutions that Coach Stevens makes. So, you know, I you know I don't I don't I don't have a I don't have a horse in the race. Mm-hmm. Um, my my Atlanta Hawks are at home on the couch. So <laughs> big uh, chilling. Trey been hooping in Oklahoma. Yeah. So, but I I do think the Boston Celtics they're going to be a tough out. Okay. Fair. All right. So um, last topic because I know you said you got to get out of here in probably about like five minutes yeah. unless you had another specific nah, nah, one. I, I was I was I, gonna, I, I was going to ask him about the same thing. I'm very interested to hear. I mean, because you you seem like you're a basketball yeah, historian. Um, obviously you you know doing a documentary. Very unique answers too for that draft. Exactly. Uh, exactly. I yeah. mean, you you said Miss Rismi, you said Steve Smith, some guys that aren't. I mean, obviously I think people know who they are, yeah, but they, I think that. They're, they're not the popular. They're not answer. the popular names. Like I think Steve Smith at this point in time is known more for maybe even sometimes his commentary than you know his basketball right. ability, unless you saw him play. So um, I guess who were, who are some of your just favorite? Not at all best. We're not talking about the best and none. Just who throughout your lifetime have been some of your favorite players to watch play basketball and why? And can you tell me who your goat is? I really want to know that. Oh wow. Um... Yeah, a lot of my, my my favorite player probably to watch obviously is was Allen Iverson was my favorite player okay. to watch. Mine too. My hero. Well, 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 not my favorite player, but one of them. Like he wasn't. He he's not in my top five favorite players of all time. But if we're talking about favorite player, where when I cut on a game, I want to see him. AI is one of those players. Like yeah, I didn't personally like, love just, AI, but his game on the floor was crazy. Yeah. Just to watch was was Allen Iverson was the guy I always just wanted to watch. Like I watched all his games on when he was at Georgetown on Big East Mondays. I would get home from high school practice and and and, and watch Iverson do his thing at Georgetown, and then obviously followed him in the NBA. Derrick Rose was another. Oh uh, man, we, we both of us well, are from Chicago, so yeah. so. Uh, out, me and D Rose were in high school at the same time. Obviously, I didn't go to the same high school as D Rose, but we were in high school at the um, same time. Like there was a point in time, and we at least, at least when I was 14, 15, where if LeBron was playing and D Rose was playing in high school, I'm watching D Rose play in high school. So like, you know, what I mean, I feel yeah. so. Yeah, I, I'm a huge. I just believe that Derrick Rose. Um, we were we were as fans we were cheated of. Derrick Rose greatness. Yeah, I believe he would have went down as a top five point guard ever to play the game. He said uh-huh. Derrick Rose wouldn't. I'm sorry. He said Steph Curry wouldn't exist if Derrick Rose the wouldn't. Same get hurt. way that we know him. No, he wouldn't. I, 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 you know what? I have to, I have to kind of agree with you um, because I just think that what Derrick, what Derrick Rose was on his way to do, <laughs> it was obvious what he was doing because 
He was the first, he was the youngest MVP of the league ever. Okay. This is facts. It's not my this opinion. This is facts. Yeah. This is facts. Facts, no printer. Yeah. He was the youngest MVP ever at 22, and he was going to win two more of those MVPs. He got. If he, don't, if, if he doesn't tear his knee up, if Derrick Rose doesn't tear his knee up, the Chicago Bulls would have won one of those NBA championships that the Miami Heat won. Fair. And you can give him one more MVP. And he would go down as a top five point guard of all time. I I just truly believe. Now that's my opinion. I agree. I agree with but, you personally. But uh, but given his trajectory and where he was going, my opinion has a lot of weight with that. No, I agree. I mean, he was. He, if you look at if you actually look at what he was doing, maybe not in terms of all around numbers, but in terms of accomplishments and how good he was and how good he had taken his team to the levels. He was on pace or not or if not pacing ahead of LeBron already. LeBron he was. He, was. he genuinely yeah, LeBron. was. I I personally think he, he would have I think he would have been the best point guard to, to 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 play the game of basketball. I know Magic Johnson did what Magic Johnson did, but even Magic Johnson wasn't winning MVPs at twenty one years old. I even look he at he won a finals MVP. Yes, but he got a finals MVP. Yes, yeah. yes, but he, Magic was out there playing with Kareem. Now D Rose played with some good players, he went out there playing with Kareem. Obviously Magic Magic is magic. But also, I think one thing, he, D. Rose couldn't even really shoot the ball yet. And even you see when you, uh, the year you when talk he shot. To him. Talk, yeah. you, talk, you talk to him. I mean, yes, I interviewed him. He uh, said that he switched up his whole like shooting mechanics. And I mean, you can tell. like He shoots the ball much better than what he shot it in his quote-unquote prime. So I think that, I mean, obviously you're 21 years old. Every player improves when they're 21 years old. Nobody just gets 21 and, like, I mean, hopefully nobody gets 21 and that's just as good as you're going to get. Yeah. So I think even if the shot would have caught up to him at, to, to his athleticism even even a little bit, there's no telling what the man could have done. But who else? Who, I, who yeah, else? Um, um, obviously Kobe Bryant, um, Steph, you know, and, I, and I love Steph Curry. Um Having you know, like Steph Curry. Obviously, Isaiah Thomas, you know, growing up watching Isaiah Thomas. Isaiah Thomas was my, you know, like how these kids love Steph Curry and Trey Young and all that. Like, Isaiah Thomas was that for me as a kid. Mm-hmm. Like, Isaiah Thomas was my Steph Curry. Isaiah Thomas was that for me. So, um, yeah, let's get into some older names. Like, I want to hear about guys in the 80s and 90s, guys that you came up on that you like, yo, that's my guy. That, 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 that maybe some of the fans, the younger fans, we can influence them to, you know, go pull up some tape on it, even just like watch the um, full game on. Yeah. Um, I would, you know, obviously, uh, you know, Magic was, I don't think people really understand how, how good dude was. <laughs> yeah. Like you got to look up some YouTube stuff with Magic. And no, just watch a, watch no, it. watch a full game. Don't look up YouTube. Like, watch, no, watch, watch a watch full a game. game. Yeah, yeah, watch, yeah, watch like, a game. Like he was just like he was just so good. Um, Kevin Johnson was another I like Kevin player Johnson. I like Kevin that. Johnson. I really like you know coming out a small point guard um, that had a terrific motor. Um, you know, would, would give people fits, could score, could dish it, could defend. Um, he was a fantastic player. Um, Clyde Drexler doesn't get enough flowers of, of how tremendous of a shooting guard he was. So, mm-hmm. I mean, Pavy's not a big Clyde Drexler. The more fan. I've so I've went back and watched a lot of those Blazers games. I, I, I like actually those Blazers teams are are um some of my Blazers team to watch. I think Terry Porter doesn't get enough credit, and I think Clyde gets too much. Terry credit. Porter was phenomenal. I think Terry Porter doesn't get enough credit, and I think he was probably born like twenty years too early. But the way he shot the ball, if he plays right now. And, yeah. he's, and he's putting up like seven, eight threes a game. I think Terry Porter probably was born too early. Yeah, Terry Porter was a phenomenal point guard. He was just 
Uh, he was so cerebral. Um, he understood pace. Um, he played the game at an at a, at a extremely high level. Just one of those point guards that you want on your team. You know, he got overshadowed by, you know, John Stockton and Isaiah Thomas. But Terry Porter was what was the real deal. Um, but to, to answer the question of, you know, you, you know, you know, TP, you wanted my goat. Yes, I want to know who's your goat. Yeah. I mean, my goat's Michael Jordan. Okay, like, thank I, you. It's not like I'm thank not you. even. Thank you. I don't, you know, and thank you. You know, I, you know, I have, I have love for like, you know, like I said, uh, Magic Johnson. You know, Magic Johnson, Michael Jordan, LeBron James, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, like those guys are, you know, and Kobe. You mm -hmm. know, like those guys, those five right there, like. Are kind of like you in, think Kobe's top five? No disrespect I, to Bean, but you think Kobe's top five all time? I think Kobe's the most skilled basketball player to ever play. I he was he was more skilled to me, to me. Kobe was more skilled than Jordan. I agree. Jordan was a better scorer, a better athlete. But when we talking about skill, skill yeah. skills different. Yeah. Kobe was a better Fact. ball handler. Fact. Um, he was he was just his footwork was a little bit better. Fact. So that's why I I like Kobe Bryant in that regard. Um, and it, it it is what it is. I had Kobe in my five, you know, you know, before he, you know, before he passed. Um, so those are my those are my guys. Like Michael Jordan is my goat. Just nobody transcended the game like Michael Jordan. Mm -hmm. Nobody ever will. Do you think LeBron can catch him? No. I you agree. Can't catch, Thank you. you can't catch a dude that never lost in the finals. And and not only that, but what just did you say to other Michael, people who say that, yeah, he didn't lose in the finals, but he lost other years before the finals? What do you say to people that say that? That's moving the goalposts. Thank you. That's moving the goalposts because the what counts is when you're playing for a championship. So when you get to that, when you got seven games to win a championship, Michael Jordan never lost. It's like he it's it's like like for me, I like I love LeBron. You know, I, I, I do. So this is not me saying I don't like LeBron. Like I actually love what LeBron is and what he stands for. I think it's unfair to actually compare LeBron to Michael Jordan. I don't think it's fair to LeBron. You mm -hmm. know, I think he's great in his own right, but I don't think he's at the level of what Michael Jordan was able to do. Mm -hmm. Statistic wise, LeBron's going to blow people out of the water. But Michael Jordan is 6 and 0. Oh, you got to look at Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Kareem probably is the most dominant basketball player from top to bottom ever that people just don't want to talk he about it because he has the best basketball resume ever. Yeah. Yes. He has the yeah. best basketball resume Shaq. ever and yeah. it's not even it's not even up for debate. <laughs> yeah. If we yeah. really just going to keep it 100 Kareem Abdul-Jabbar has the best basketball resume ever. ever. And it'll never be duplicated. By a wide margin, too. I mean, you look yeah. at his high school career, you look it's at his college career, margin. his NBA career. He, he won every year in high school, too? Yeah. I mean, yes. he's seven feet. Who beating Kareem in high school? Turn he around. Won, he, he won all the titles in high school. Then he went to UCLA and did it. And did, and he's still the all-time leading scorer in, the, in the NBA history. And might not be caught. And still may not be caught. Nobody talks about that. Yeah. yeah, I agree. True. But Rashad, we definitely appreciate you for coming through. You know, um, go ahead, talk to the people, let them know where they can find you at on the internet. And obviously you had a special interview that you wanted to talk about and that you were talking yep. about.
plug it again let the people know where they can find it at. again you can find me on twitter at rp3 natural um on instagram rashad phillips 2319 um you can subscribe to my youtube channel uh, which is sports talk 2319 um, you can go on my website, sportstalk2319.com. There you would find um, all of my draft prospect stuff and, and as well as my, my podcast with my co-host, uh, NBA, two-time NBA champion Kendrick Perkins. Um, got, guys, it's been a, a, a fantastic time uh, being on your, on your platform on Hoops and Brews. And um, anytime um, I can stop by and, 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 and give you guys some, some, some old-school basketball knowledge, feel free to reach out to me. Oh, thank, thank you. Thank we you. definitely appreciate yeah. you very, very much for coming through. Um, please, everybody, make sure you go. You follow him. Um, he is on Twitter. Please let the people know where they can find you specifically. What are your Twitter and Instagram handles? It's RP3 Natural on Twitter and Rashad Phillips 2319 on Instagram. Thank you very much. You, we man. will definitely appreciate hit you up once the season gets going again. So that way, once you actually can see some basketball, I want to hit some more hot takes. But... Yeah. <laughs> I appreciate it. Thank you very much. Thank you, Thank you. We appreciate it. Thanks for having me. Talk soon. All righty. Of course, man. Shout out Rashad. Appreciate Shout out to Rashad. No, no, us Rashad. Not Rashad. 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 Shout out. I just want to make sure we don't butcher his name. Yeah. Rashad. Yeah. Shout out to yeah. Rashad. So our first time part. doing that. That was actually really cool, though. Actually, I mean, it's odd to like, well, I'm out looking, but it was really cool. I only we only got to look that way because of the camera. I know, like, because you don't want the whole. But like, can he see me if I look in his way? Like, where huh? is he looking at? No, no, way? no. He he was looking at us from there. Okay, that's uh, why I was uh, also uh, saying true. that because he uh, was looking at fair. us from he was looking at us from there. We we I just had him on the screen here. Fair. Um, but anyways, man. Um, all right. So topics I got left here: better chance to win a title, Lakers or Clippers, or what do you want to talk? Yeah, let's go ahead. Let's talk about that. Obviously, J.R. Smith, uh, you know, uh, according to Woj, uh, is now a Los Angeles Laker, or at least it's going to officially happen. It's on the way. Um, Lakers or Clippers? You heard Rashad um, say. He's going for the Clippers. He thinks that the Clippers are, if he had a pick right now, the Clippers are the Lakers. Lakers or Clippers or, 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 or I, you say Lakers or Bucks to win the I, championship? I, I said Lakers or Clippers. Um, Who has a better chance, Lakers or Clippers? Clippers, I think. Uh, I think just the fact when you, again, did anybody on the Clippers opt out yet? Mm, not to my knowledge, no. By the way, DJ and Spencer got the Rona, so they might not. No, no, I, I said okay. that. You didn't hear me say that? I mean, you said DJ. I ain't no, I said DJ and Spencer. Spencer. Uh, I, said, well, yeah. I said DJ DJ and not playing, but Spencer said he's weighing. They're, they yeah, they said yeah. he's weighing. I Josh. said that. You didn't hear me say that? He was, I, he was I, in a whole other zone. I said nah, I, I literally said, Wolves reported that DeAndre Jordan and Spencer Dinwiddie both got coronavirus. Right. Well, anyway. Um, the thing, so you don't, you don't, you don't, you don't know who's playing for the Clippers, but nobody has opted out for the Clippers yet. I think that bodes well for them that nobody has, you know, yeah. um, opted out. I think we're getting, I think July first is like the deadline for opting out. I think the soft deadline was a couple of days ago, but like the hard deadline is yeah. um July first. So it looks, I mean, what we three days away from it. Ain't nobody saying nothing. I ain't heard nothing. Look like it may not be. Oh coming. yeah, if I'm the Clippers, we going to win that title. <laughs> we not. No, 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 no. Look, like look, 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 look. If I'm the Clippers, we going to win that title because we not going to just let Bron get the title. Like we was beating their ass all year long. I'm not just about to give that title up to LeBron. We was we beat we cooked them in two games, and we honestly got outshot and didn't play smart in the third game. I'm not giving Bron that title. Trez want that max. Lou will want that title before he retire. Pat Bev want to growl in somebody's ear. 
Kawhi want to sit silent and hold his trophy, and PG want to look flossy with a fly fit and hold the trophy and get his and get his picks off. So trust me, they coming back. So, they so, coming back. So if I had to pick between and Mook won't that money next year because he know he messed up when he didn't take that contract in San Antonio, yeah. a championship. Uh, you know how know. great that would make him look yeah, next year. Yeah. Oh, come on. Yeah. Um. And 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 also, I think just being in that situation like that, I yeah. I, I I think you can't discount Doc. I think Doc is somebody who players love. I would personally love playing mm-hmm. for Doc, and I think that when you stuck with your team and with your coach in a bubble. For however long, I think liking the people you're with is a very underrated quality about winning, especially at this yeah. point. I think usually you don't have to like people to win with them. I think right now you might have to like somebody to win with them. Actually, can we talk about this? Can I change the topic? I actually want to talk about this, um, and um, not in a bad way. I'm a, we're gonna call, we're gonna we're gonna circle back to this. But how will coaches coach in NBA bubble? How do you think the coaches will be able to coach in the NBA bubble? Uh, you know, we I've seen reports that have said that basically um, that the coaches won't be allowed to be on the sidelines mm-hmm. um, and they expect the players to essentially remain socially distanced when not on the court. Mm-hmm. How? If you Doc Rivers, you usually Doc spends all game long riding the hip of whatever referee is within three feet of him. You could be in the press box and hear his raspy from up there. Now they're going to be in a in essentially a press box or away from the floor. You can't even ride the referees the same. I think that hurts younger teams more than veteran laid teams. I think if you a team where you like the Lakers, right? You got Bron. You don't really need to coach on the sidelines. You have LeBron James out there. A team like the Thunder. You got Chris Paul out there. You probably have one of the best floor generals in league history. I think he knows how to set a play, how to calm the game down. I think that you know having the coach's voice in the background will be detrimental for like younger teams because you don't have nobody to settle the game down. But I think that if you got a, a, even even on a team like the Clippers, I think you got a lot of high basketball IQ guys. You know, you uh, got Kawhi out there, you got Lou out there. I even think you know Doc even like, this goes about even Doc saying he gave Pat his play sheet. I think that's a great thing now. Yeah. I think I, I, I think that's an incredible thing now. So I think that. Um, if you're a team that has veteran leadership and guys who know what to do in certain spots, I don't think that'll be as big of a deal. Mm-hmm. Or if you have a team that's just strong-willed together and it's bonded together, I think just, I mean, everything I've seen with the Clippers this season, they seem to be a team that's together. They seem to be a team that likes each other. So I don't think that'll be an issue, personally. Um, yeah, I, 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 I just personally I, think Doc so will you don't, it out. I think it'll be, a, I think it's going to be a Clippers? big issue. I think, no, I think it's going to be a big issue in general. I think it will that's be depending like, on the team. You know, that's why I said let's change the topic because I didn't want it to just be about the Clippers. I agree with you. I think it's going to be a, a big issue for every team. I, I agree. That, I just think. I think that even the the urgency at which coaches are able to call timeouts or even just being on the sideline and you putting up a stupid shot and your coach just shoots you a look like, what was that? That's that's enough within itself. I've also seen Doc plenty of times during timeouts. One of the things that he loves to go and do is, especially you know during the game or what, you no, know, no, depending on. No, I mean, no matter how tight or whatever it is, usually if he calls a timeout, he's going, he's slapping every player's hand before they go to the huddle, and then he does his little waddle out, talk waddle to T. Lou, talk, yeah, talk, talk to T. Lou for about twenty Sam. seconds, drop a play, and then he go over to the huddle. Even that within itself. I think it's it's something that you can't it, it it takes the emotional level out of it and it makes the game much more cerebral 
for the players, which I think is going to be at an extreme disadvantage because all of them players that they say are stupid and don't know basketball, we're going to see who knows basketball. But but, but, but again, that's why we're going to see. Yeah, but again, that's why I say I, I think veteran leadership and yeah. it's like certain players when you when you have them on their team, for instance, the guy like the, the Thunder, I think it's literally a team to watch. I think Chris Paul is one of the best floor generals the NBA has ever seen. I think if you have a Chris Paul on the floor, you can get away with, you know, the coach maybe not being as yeah. near because Chris Paul himself can just settle you down. LeBron James, if you have a LeBron out there, you can get away with Frank Vogel being way the hell away somewhere because LeBron James can settle you down. A Kawhi Leonard, you can get away with a Doc Rivers being somewhere because Kawhi can be like, no, hey, do this, do that, do this, do that, relax, I got it, bro. Yeah. You know, so even even, you know, people people talk about Harden's, Harden's basketball IQ. I think a team like the Rockets. Harden is a guy who who he gonna have to step up. Russ too, in a lot of situations. I mean, do, I mean, I don't think they depend on that, Tony. I think that's part of the problem, is that he runs the system, and then at certain points, like, all right, guys, run the system, and then it's like, no, you need a coach. Fair. Because we've seen, because we've seen Steve Kerr get out adjusted by Tyron Lue in the finals. But see, that's also another reason why they lost that twenty sixteen yeah, final. Yeah, no, yes, yes. Because Ty Tyron Lue yes. out adjusted uh, yes. the hell out of Steve Kerr. Steve Kerr was like, "Nah, we're gonna stick with what we got." Nah, nah big fella. You stick with what nah, you got. big fella. Nah, nah that big fella. That rotation you got with nah, Festus and Verizon should not be ran right now. Give it up, bro. Give nah, it up, big G. Fella. Give it up, G. But no, nah, no, nah, yes, I do. Even you know what. When, when he talked about the Raptors, a team like the Raptors, having Lowry out there, a guy yeah. who's been in the league, thir- I don't know how many years, 13-something years, yeah. just having a Kyle Lowry had to be like, hey, bro, relax. I think you'll really see the importance of a point guard in this playoffs. Yeah, I think teams like... Yeah, a point guard, just a floor general in general. Uh, yeah, which is, which is also why I'm worried about the Celtics. Because Kimba's never been here before. This is true. He's never been here before. He's only been to the first round, and then he went back to Charlotte. That's the team where Brad Stevens can't like ring you in immediately. They, you might, you might like get into a a pivotal game for it's 88, 89. Somebody don't run a play and do something stupid, and then the other team ring off back to back threes. Now you down six, game over. Yeah, I think those late game situations are gonna be really, 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 really interesting. They're gonna be either really bad, or we gonna see some stuff that we ain't never we seen see. before. Again, speaking of, again, he's not gonna play many minutes, man. Jr. gonna play about as many minutes as me. <laughs> he not gonna, Jr. not gonna play that many minutes, man. And if he does, that's not good for the Lakers. I know what Jr. played like. Look, Jr. that whole season wasn't good. It just wasn't that whole this thing. Nah, Jr. that whole season. I know wasn't Jr. Good. that whole season. Jr. that whole season but, was not way. But so, what's your starting lineup? I told you. I'm going KCP. I'm going Danny Green. I'm going well. I'm going LeBron James. I'm going Danny Green, KCP for my whoever the hell's. I'm going Anthony Davis and Javale. Every Bradley was starting at point guard. Okay. Technically, LeBron was starting at point guard. But yeah. Every Bradley was guarding the point yeah. guard. Yeah. KCP got to guard the point guard now. Yeah. So okay. So KCP is gonna be gonna be starting against the starting point guards in the West. He'll be fine. KCP gonna give up thirty a game. He ain't not give up thirty. Yes, he is. KCP starting point guard, and then uh, KCP isn't bad against guards. Oh, oh, okay, fine. Forward. So, what's your bench rotation then? My bench rotation, obviously, I'm gonna have to use Caruso. Um, um, so Car- Caruso will be my Caruso will be my 
No, I'm lying. I got Rondo. I still got Rondo. So uh, Rondo will be in the game when LeBron sits down. I will run Caruso and Bron together when I when I when I need to spell Bradley or, or not Bradley, but spell uh, Green or uh, KCP. Obviously Howard, if uh, Howard's playing, he's um, he's gonna be there for me. Uh, Markeith, uh, Keith, he will be in my rotation. Um, who? I want to give Waiter some run. I really want to give Waiter some run in certain spots. Not a lot of run. Not a lot of run at all. Just like if we in the, you know, if you know we in the second quarter, we ain't scored a bucket in three minutes. I throw Dion in the game. I think Dion can get you a bucket. I I don't think you ever forget how to get buckets. I don't think you ever forget how to get buckets. Now you may not get him like you used to, but I don't think you ever forget. Dion ain't that old, bro. Dion like twenty seven years old. Ain't like he. Some old Washington. He's not 27. I swear to God. Dion young as hell. You just think he old because his career hasn't exactly panned out the way you thought it was. He young as hell. How he 28? Told you, Dion, Dion ah. young as hell. How Dion wait is 28? He I mean, ain't like Dion out here washed up. I thought up Dion like was like 32. Nah, Dion nowhere near 30 years old yet. So Dion got a lot left in the tank. Wow. A lot left in the tank. Wow. That is hilarious. That is absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I thought Dion was like 32. Yeah, so I think in certain rotations. Dion feel like a grizzled vet at this point. So I think in certain rotations, I mean, he kind of is. Like what he got drafted in? <coughs> 2012? 2011? Yeah. So, I mean, and I think in certain instances in, in which in which you don't have Broad on the floor, um, and you have Rondo out there, maybe you throw Rondo Waiters, uh, Rondo Waiters, um, Kuzma, I forgot Kuzma. Kuzma obviously in the um, rotation. Kuzma, Keith, and like AD out there. And you know, if you're struggling to get a bucket, I'm, like I said, throw Dion out there because I think Dion can take anybody off the dribble one on one and make something happen. You throw Dion out there, that he gonna throw the ball away. And then throw the ball I, away. he not gonna I, throw the ball away because he gonna shoot. I cannot wait. I want y'all to keep the tape and pull up the tape. He not gonna throw the ball away because this is Monday, June 20, 29th, twenty twenty. When Deion Waiters get the ball at the end of the game, or KCP get the ball at the end of the game, or uh, Caruso get the ball at the end of the game, since 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 this man, Dan- this man Daniel Bills had a nerve to put Paul George and Alex Caruso in the same goddamn center, talking about the playoffs. Dudley, I mean, you you got Dudley out the, there. Also, he's a, he's no, a, it's not no. Nah, no. Dudley, Dudley, it's going to be Dulley the most a, hilarious thing Dulley, I've ever seen. Go Dulley, ahead. Dudley is a good team defender. And also, you talk about guys, you need veterans in situations like this. Luckily, the Lakers do have a veteran-laid team. This will even be where having Rondo will help. Rondo, I still think Rondo's one of the best floor generals in the um, NBA. People can talk, pe- people can say what they want to say about Rondo. The one thing Rondo is, is a floor general. Is he not? If I give Rondo the ball, I trust him to at least... I, I trust Rondo to not throw Rondo the ball away. Been out, Rondo been off for four months. But I trust him to not throw the ball away, G. I, mean, I just need you to settle the game down, G. Even if we miss the shot, yeah, but don't I, throw you, the ball away. Y'all better hope Rondo don't go full Rondo. What's full Rondo? Uh, I don't think Rondo's terrible. Mm-hmm. I never thought Rondo was it terrible. It ain't about Rondo being terrible. So what you but, mean full but we Rondo? Know, but, but we've seen what Rondo can do in a locker room he when he ain't getting doing a sick. That he don't need to get on this team. All right, all right. All right, wait until you get a random Rondo blow up in the middle of the playoffs and he's mad be shot for some reason we, on the sidelines. We really only the coach seen, is up in the, in the booth. But we've really only seen one Rondo blow up, and that was in Dallas. Yeah, uh, uh, yeah. 
for one of the greatest coaches in NBA history. Yeah, but that was because not they, top five, not top ten, but top twenty five. Yeah, but that was a, a different time. That, that, that was a different time for Rondo. Also, they weren't giving Rondo the ball. They weren't letting Rondo handle the ball. The Lakers at least let Rondo. They let Rondo be Rondo for the most part, except when they put him on the floor, Barnes and stick him in the corner. But other than that, they will let Rondo be Rondo. I even think with Bradley being out, you even have to let Rondo be Rondo some more. Because yeah. you really, I mean, how many other ball handlers you got, really? Like, dead ass. Ball handlers. Alex Caruso, because he's because he's on the same level with Paul George. So you got Caruso, and you, so. I still can't believe that man. That man really said that to me. See, so, I'm, not, I'm just saying, no, no. So, so, so basically right now, if you're talking about ball handlers, you got Rondo, you got Caruso, and you got Braun. Before you at least had Bradley, that's one more ball handler. Maybe Bradley not a ball handler. Yeah, yes he no, is. He's not. Yes he no, is. He's, yes no, he no, is. He's not. He can bring the ball up court, set the offense, pass the ball. No, he can't. I, I literally was at the game. He he can he 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 can do that. All he's right. done that mad games this year. Not in the play. He's not gonna do that in the playoffs. He can bring the ball up court, call a play, pass it to Braun, run a. I mean, yeah, anybody can do that. Daniel no, Ruby Gibson can do that. Okay, he was a ball handler. Yeah, he was. He he was. He was That's about handler. all he could do. Ball no, handler, ball handler, and clank of three. No, he did get hot in that in that like one playoff year he until did. he met Tony he, Parker. He, then he, it was, he could it, clank a three. No, I'm not gonna let you do that. He can hit three. I'm not gonna let you do that. He was hooping until he met Tony Parker. He met Tony Parker in that, in that final series and stopped hooping. Every, he was hooping until then. Everybody, everybody was hooping until they meet Tony Parker in the finals, including LeBron. Not everybody. Shut him down. Finals MVP. Nothing you can do about it. Run, hide your kids. Not everybody. You, you heard me. Not everybody. You heard me. Not everybody. You heard but I feel you. But let's get back to it now that we kind of went on that tangent. Lakers versus Clippers. Opening night. Uh, hold on. Reopening night. Reopening night. Lakers versus Clippers. If it happens, because who knows? Who knows? <laughs> Literally, like we knows still, we still got thirty. We still got a whole, bro. bro we still got a whole another thirty. We still See, got, knows, we still got six more months left in this year. <laughs> Dog, you know how long All Star Game? You have far away All Star All Star Game feel like it a was three years ago. It feel like a different decade. Like I look like All Star Game feels like it was three years ago. I look at the day they was like, yeah, coronavirus been out six months. I'm like, damn, that's it, G. Feel like, gee, it feel like the Rona been out on a Drake run. I remember that night Rudy <laughs> got like the, the Rona. Rona. We, we literally, I pulled up. I had, I drove all the way to Hollywood. I'm like, I'm going to Pavis Studio Session. Pulled up. Whoa, the alert. Do, do, do. Go Rudy go bear has the has coronavirus. I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna go home with my family. G. Like, like, nah, I can't go. I can't go. I cannot go. But Lakers Clippers. Yeah. I'm looking at the first game, and. I think this is gonna oh, give me. I'm game. like, I don't know how to. This is gonna establish. First game is gonna establish who is gonna win the championship and who won't. Yes, it will. I think it will. You wanna know why I think it will? You want because I think that because I think if the Lakers get smoked, I already know what it is. If the Lakers beat the hell out of the Clippers. And I'm kind of going finally for the first time all season question what's going on on the Clippers side. I'm not putting all season long. I haven't questioned them. I haven't questioned them. Even in the last game in which they uh, lost to the Lakers, I didn't question them because it was a loss. It is what it is. What it is. But, but, but they get smoked the first game coming back. I don't want to hear no excuses. No, because Braun been the main one wanting to play. How your team wasn't ready, big fella. 
I'm not. Uh, I don't want to hear. I, and it, and it and it would be just like Kawhi to come out and drop fifty five in that game. Um, especially because of after all of the shit, big already. Everybody was talking uh, after LeBron won versus the Clippers and the Bucks. I know. I, trust big me, Kawhi heard him. Big Kawhi heard him. He heard him. He heard him. It's just like big Kawhi already. You know, Kawhi probably don't leave the house no way. So you know, ain't, ain't nothing. Ain't, ain't nothing wrong with Kawhi. Kawhi probably been cooped up in the crib with his family and and the and staring, the uh, basketball, staring at the TV like staring at the basketball, <laughs> watching TV and going to hoop. Probably <laughs> ain't probably saying watching not one word. Watching, 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 watching good Netflix. Bron probably up, be in the crib yelling that first take every day. Kawhi just be in the crib like. Bron probably be in the crib having a great time. Kawhi just be in the crib just there, <laughs> just there with his family. Going up, hooping, coming back in the house, being a family man, going back out in the backyard, hooping again. I want, I want to know what Kawhi's first thoughts was when he first saw his child. It was probably like, it's a baby. Like, <laughs> like Kawhi, what, how do you feel? It's a baby. Nah, Kawhi, nah, the one thing, Kawhi is actually hilarious, though. Like, it's I was even uh, watching, I was even watching the Christmas game last year. Kawhi, not, not, not last year, this year, uh, with his interview he did with, uh, with, uh, um, I forgot who interviewed him uh, after the game, but Kawhi's hilarious. Somebody from Kawhi ESPN. talks more than what people think he does. No, he talks a lot. Even we, he was no, like, he literally got like an hour worth of footage of him was talking. Like, he was like, you. "How do you go get there? I'm a walk. I'm a walk. <laughs> I'm a walk." <laughs> he came out next day. Was like, "So did you walk?" He was like, "Yeah, I'm tired. <laughs> yeah, I'm tired." I'm like, "Gee, you funny as hell, bro. You funny, dog. You hilarious, bro." <laughs> Shout out Big Y. Happy birthday to Kawhi too. Happy birthday, Big Y. Yeah, shout out to Kawhi's Kawhi. birthday today. So happy birthday, shout to Kawhi. Kawhi. But I think if anybody gonna come back and can drop fifty five in LeBron face on opening night and put all the conversation to rest, I think it's Kawhi. And I also think that if, like I said, the Lakers can reasonably not, I won't, I'm not saying that they will lose every single game on their schedule, but every single one of those games can be lost by the Lakers. They, they aren't playing anybody that I don't think can beat the Lakers. I, I mean, cannot beat team, the Lakers. Though. I think that yeah. every team can lose everybody. Just like, uh, just mm. like, uh. I think the Clippers can go eight and zero. No, I think I think anybody can lose. Just like Rashad said, like these aren't these aren't um, well, Rashad, not Rashad. Uh, these aren't bad teams. Like these are quote unquote the best, the top. I mean, supposed to be the top twenty two teams in the league. Ain't like you going out there playing the Hornets. Hornets ain't there. T Wolves ain't there. So technically, every game you can't lose. Now, obviously, certain teams, a team like the you Nets. You better beat the Nets. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Any yeah, team yeah. that. Little low key. The Nets better yo, go 0 8. Yo, yo, low key. Washington might make the playoffs. I'm going to. I'm going to. Washington might make I'm the playoffs. I'm going to flip this table when the Wizards make the playoffs, make the playoffs. And then Bradley Beal is third team all NBA because be they made the playoffs. I'm going to come in with some rules. You're going to mention it. He's and I'm going to literally. Like, you have, like I'm going to grab this table like we on some goddamn. News channel like some cable, some C-SPAN or something, and flip this damn table over when that man get announced third team All NBA. What do we bet a hundred dollars on that? I don't know. What, I, I think, think so. we bet a hundred. I'm be, I'm going. Money. I am have going to be so <laughs> mad. I'm gonna be so mad if Bradley Beal made third All, all team, third team All NBA. He's gonna because, make. Oh. The Nets even got a coach right now too. Oh yeah, they don't have what? a coach. No, Kenny Axon quit. Oh, yeah, I forgot that. Be quick. Definitely not the Kyrie. Kyrie yeah, the not net, there. The KD net, not the, there. Spencer might not play. DJ not there. The net center day summer league team. Literally. Hey, look. Any team. Levert going to ball out, though. Any team lose to the Nets, I'm not rocking with you. Levert going to ball out, though. Any team lose Levert to the Nets, I'm not rocking with you. Levert might average 30. I'm not rocking with you. I'm not rocking with you. 
Levert might average 30. He's not averaging 30. He might average 30. No, he's not. He might average 30. No, he might average 25. No, he's 25. 25. No, he's not. 25. No, he's not. He gets 25. I bet you, I bet your six pack, he don't even average 22. There you go, player. Okay, let's do it. First new better hoops and brews. Where's both our hand sanitizer? I don't know. I was I'm thinking about that as we went up hand sanitizer. <laughs> it's right there. Get it. <laughs> See? See? I tried to social distance us. I really did, but it wanted it's not enough space in, in this area in which we shoot hoops and brews. I ain't even put the curtains up. I mean, up technically there. we still I mean, yeah, I ain't put the curtains up today. I forgot. I mean, technically we still like I mean, we still are like three, four feet away. Yeah. We ain't, but still, whatever. Yeah, but but yeah. So yeah, I, Washington actually might make the playoffs now. Is John Wall playing or is he not playing? No, he's not playing. Okay. Hell no. You think John Wall playing? He could. That's a real. You think John? He could. Yeah, all right. All right. He could. He, yeah, right. he was doing mind. reverse dust before the season ended. You know what? What do you expect out of the very first game, Utah and New Orleans? Um, I expect Zion Williamson to drop 36, 36 and 12. Word on the street is he's, he's in shape. Um, I hope so. He spent the whole off season, even when it was limited, he was still going and the NBA allowed him to still work out at the facilities because his knee was messed up. So he was still going out. Gee, what? Right, gee, what the? Gee, gee, the NBA funny as hell. How? So couldn't nobody see besides Zion. Did. No, 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 no. They allowed the whole player. world got a virus, no, but Zion different. <laughs> whole world of quarantine, but Zion different. Really, gee, really, gee. So, so, so you mean to tell me? Gee, no. Can't nobody go up there, but Zion. No, Zion, no. he good. No, they said players. Lazo, sit down. No, Zion, said, you good. They said players that were in rehab gee, assignments gee, were allowed to eat He was he, gee, he what you mean he was in rehab? He was going to play the night the season got canceled. Motherfucker, what in no damn rehab? He was all right. He was. All right, man. I feel y'all. I understand. I would do the same thing. They, because, <laughs> look, it is a business. We need you to work. You cannot fail. Work. Work. I mean, you got to at least go to the All-Star game 10 times. I mean, yeah, work. But, but, but that could have been detrimental to his knee, though. If he would have came back, he was still doing rehab assignments. Shit. He's still going if in with the physical trainers. Knee, why was he on the court, G? Huh? Why was he on the court? Yeah, but he wasn't in shape though. So I expect him to come back in shape. I expect his knee to come back. He better be in fully shape. Fully rehabbed. Fully rehabbed now. He better be in no shape. No excuses. I think he's gonna drop thirty six and twelve on opening night. He's gonna turn Rudy Gobert into a crepe. And and he's gonna come back forty five. And, and every like, NBA player that was mad at Rudy Gobert for for touching the mics and making uh, uh and, and basically making them have to cancel the season. They gonna be vindicated. You ain't even seen no pictures. They gonna, Zion probably like two hundred sixty pounds, right? No, nah, he ain't two hundred sixty pounds. Literally, I've no, seen I, I've seen some reports floating around the internet that he been working out. Yeah, I said yeah, two sixty is him losing twenty five pounds. He was two eighty five. I know. Yeah, he probably come out. I mean, he's still big as hell. I know. I said two. That's why I said two sixty. <laughs> that man, the son walk around solid two sixty, six six two sixty. What? That's a that's a NFL lineman height. This man. Jumping out that's the gym. That's Julius Peppers. No, dude, that's like fucking. Uh, remember when you told Scott he looked like Hello Kinata? It's like Hello Kinata Duncan, dude. Like, what? <laughs> you were talking about. <laughs> After we did Shot Olympics and he was drunk as hell. He said, you don't have to Hello Kinata. Hello, he not a, Shout oh out to the future Hall of Famer. Hello, he not a. <laughs> Is he really though? Yeah, he's, he's, he's yeah he's one of the greatest he's one of the greatest offensive linemen in NFL history. Okay, he's he a future Hall of Famer. Right. He is. 
He is legit. When he retired, they was mad. It's like, yo, you retired? Why you retired? Like, I'm done. Big as hell. But I guess you got anything else you want to talk about? Uh, no, I think we're good. Yeah, man. I felt like that we had a good episode. That I mean, this episode. Uh, uh John texted me and said Rashad uh, is is one of the coldest hoopers ever from Detroit. I can agree. I, I, I believe. I mean, he say he scored two thousand nine. I mean, college. that's a he, lot of points in college. He was doping somebody. Up. Eyes, yeah. He was doping somebody up in college. Yeah, so. yeah. And you know John, and you know John though, because John is, uh, you know, he repped that Detroit. John W. If you're not scared of the Rona, come through, chat with us. John is not leaving Hermosa. <laughs> I mean, why not? He always walking around in Hermosa. Walking around and leaving is two different kinds. Why not? You can socially distance and walk around all day. You don't be nobody outside. Bro. Come through, John W. All right, but anyways. It's been hoops and brews, man. Um, yeah. So, if you're watching us right now, make sure you go donate to our tip jar. B I T. I mean, I'm sorry, Bitly uh, slash H and B tips, all lowercase. Or we now have a cash app. You can cash up us if you want to drop us a tip on the tip jar because we know. Last time, fans are saying they want to donate, but because you can't donate through MLG, you want to donate. So if you want to donate, you can hit us on the tip jar at HMB Media on Cash App, or you can hit us on our, um, you know, um, Streamlabs, uh, you know, site and donate via PayPal or your credit card. Uh, you know, Bitly slash HB tips. As always, you can go subscribe to our Patreon, patreon.com slash HB. Make sure you hit subscribe right now on this channel. Make sure you also drop a like. If you're watching this video right now, drop a like. If you're listening to this right now, anywhere in the world, drop a like. Like that video. Hit like a million times. A million times. Keep hitting it. By the way, go ahead. Wait, that's awesome. Go ahead. But did you see Possible album cover? No, you I don't see Pablo album cover. No. You ain't see you, 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 you no. ain't see what that man Virgil did. G. No, G. Virgil designed his album cover. They need to arrest this man. Gee, Virgil need to be arrested. G. <laughs> Gee, Virgil did that. <laughs> uh, somebody arrest Virgil. <laughs> We need RIP a smoke, man. Why they do my dog like that? We need a citizen's arrest. On, we, need a, we we don't want the police to go arrest Virgil, because we know what that might what might happen. We need a citizen's arrest for Virgil Abloh. <laughs> we need a citizen's arrest for Virgil Abloh. We need a citizen's arrest for you, bro. That's that's egregious, G. That's absolutely egregious. Anyway, as always, man, it's your boy TPJ. You can find me on Twitter, Instagram at real TPJ. That's R E E L TPJ. It's a film joke. If you don't get it, you damn dummy. As always, this show, this show co-stars rap extraordinaire. Pavy, go ahead, get your plug in. Talk to the people. Follow me on Twitter at Pavy World P A V Y World. I won't work. So I have a project coming out in the next like. Week, week and a half. Just something on SoundCloud. Uh, audio Mac. So, yeah, go check that out. Pavverse.com. Go check that out. Yes, and as always, you all know, like it is I Hoops and Brews. You can find us anywhere on the internet at Hoops and Brews. Make sure you go, you subscribe to our channel, um, youtube.com slash Hoops and Brews, youtube.com slash HB Media TV. It is the channel formerly known as MLG Highlights. We are here to stay. 
we will not be going away anymore but we will continue to bring you more dopeness more content more entertainment more sports news more podcasts more all of it make sure you hit subscribe right now if you're watching this and you are not subscribed make sure you go and you subscribe right now to youtube.com slash hoops and brews where we will continue to post and have content up there every day and as always if you're under the age of 21 or 18 in canada you better not be drinking don't do it it's wrong and if you're over the age of 21 or 18 um, in Canada, please drink responsibly. Don't drink and drive. This has been Hoops and Brews. I'm drinking Coronas. I told my girl once I turned 30 that I was going to get away from the IPA. So now I'm only drinking beers if they not, if they like less than 100 and some calories. And that's just because. But also, they make like 98 calorie IPAs now. Uh, kind of straight off IPA. Yeah, but I mean, I'll do a light calorie IPA. But like the heavy ones, I can't do that no more. I'll be out of commission for like two days. Yes, yeah, I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't, I'm, I'm dirty 30 no, now. I'm legit dirty 30 Last now. Last time I had the IPA was when y'all pulled up, and I didn't know I drank that many. Yeah, you drank like up, three of them. Woke up rocking. <laughs> you woke, woke up, up rocking. Woke, woke up in a rage cage. You woke up rocking. She like, oh my God, what happened? <laughs> woke up rocking. What happened was the IPA. But anyways, man, we appreciate all the fans. Thank you all as always. And, um, you know, thank you for watching. And once again, subscribe, patreon.com slash HB, youtube.com slash HB media tv youtube.com slash hoops and brews also donate to us if you can cash app hmb media or you can hit our um stream labs at bit.ly slash hmb tips all lowercase letters and until next time we will get up with you all later and until then peace out yeah and you pull up like a low with candy speaking from your burner saying you can't stand me <laughs> Fresh like I just got a contract. Fresh like I just got a max. Roll up this we ballin' to the max. Fresh like I got a contract.